The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, and today on The Email Marketing Show, we're discussing whether you should write your emails every day or you should batch them and write them in one solid go. Now, listen, when this episode comes to an end, we don't want you to feel like you're alone with questions and concerns and worries, thinking, how does this help me? We want you to come and share what you're working on and get stuck into all of the training, the resources in our free Facebook group with over a thousand awesome email marketing heroes in it. Come and check it out. Just go to uh, Facebook and search for the Email Marketing Show community, or you can go to your Chrome browser and search for robandkennedy.group, and it will take you straight there. He learned to read by continuing his bedtime stories after his dad had dozed off to sleep. It's hypnotist Robert Temple. And he sucks at Call of Duty, but he plays it anyway. It's mind reader Kennedy. Do you remember any of your bedtime stories? Was it things like Fifty Shades of Grey? I mean, what, what did your dad... What did he read you? I was uh, I was a big fan of Pride and Prejudice. Uh, <laughs> no, um, it, was, uh, it was the Mr. Men books for me. All oh, of really? the Mr. Men books. I was all about Roald Dahl. I loved the twits. Loved it. We've modelled the twits in many ways. That's you know who we draw our inspiration from. <laughs> Hello, yes, we are here every week giving course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business. Make sure you smash the subscribe button so you don't miss out on an episode of the show. So we're going to talk about this idea of writing your emails versus batching. I've got to be honest, I've got an incredibly short attention span. So the idea, I think it's one of the reasons why we've mentioned in a previous episode, but I've like tried to start a book three times and never got past the first chapter because in order for a book to not take 10 years to write, you've got to write quite a lot in one go. My problem with writing a book is when you start writing it, I already know how it's going to end. So I'm not interested in reading it anymore. <laughs> so uh, this is a thing, right? But at the same time, I know people who love to batch create content. So the big thing here is to know that our goal with the podcast, with the league, with our Facebook group, with everything we do is to help people to find their way of doing email marketing or find your way of doing email marketing. Sure, we're going to give you our frameworks, our ideas, our templates, our strategies, our approach, but you've got to take that and mold it and shape it to fit your business, not just copy us or copy anybody else where you're just going to become a clone of somebody else. That's the problem, isn't it? There's a lot of marketing which is just clones, isn't it? There's, there's a lot of people like copying people's Facebook ads and landing pages and opt-in pages. Now, everything looks the same and you go, oh, one of them again. And it's because people are just copying each other. And the, as soon as somebody copies you and starts showing those ads to the, to the same audience, the effectiveness massively drops. I've suddenly noticed, just slightly off topic, but from what you've just said, I noticed a marketer recently, really big, well-known marketer, using an ad where the opening line of the Facebook ad was, this is an ad. The idea of this ad is to get your attention. I've since, and this is only like a month ago, I've since seen three other marketers with that exact same opening line. 
I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. And there's people encouraging that kind of like, hey, go find somebody's stuff and, and copy it. Well, okay, now not only does your stuff, is, ne- is it never going to resonate as well, but you're also knacking the person who was creative enough to come up with it in the first place. You're knacking their, um, th- their results as well. Nobody's winning. Okay. The whole point of this is to find your way. And yes, we do have our frameworks, but the point of them is they are frameworks. They are not scripts. They are not say these words. For example, one of the things we created recently is we worked really hard on creating a way of teaching how to come up with better subject lines. But we've never taught it before because we didn't have a way of teaching that that wasn't formulaic, that wasn't use these a hundred different types of subject lines so you can blend into the inbox like everybody else. Because let's be honest, that goes exactly against the point of a subject line. If everyone's using a subject line that's part of a formula, then of course it's going to blend in. Anyway, so the whole point is of this, we are going to share with you, and we're always sharing with you every week on the show, ways to find your approach. And there's two different ways of writing your emails. One of them is to batch them. That is to sit down, or stand up if you fancy, sit down and to write your emails for the week or for the month or for for the period of time is to get them all done in one fell swoop. The other way of doing it is to what we call write on the fly. It sounds a bit more risky than it really is. It's actually what we do, which is to write them on the daily, daily basis. If you're if you're sort of writing and sending on a day-to-day basis. And there are pros and cons for each of them. And we've worked really hard at making sure that we don't make this an episode of about why you should write them on the fly and follow what we're doing. Because we actually don't feel like that. We really want you to know that there are different ways of doing this and you need to find your way. So let's first of all talk about the great things, the really massive benefits of picking some time, sitting down and batching all of your emails for the next week or the next month all in one go. I think the first thing is, and this is going to sound dead cozy, considering it's something I don't do, but you get to like, just get into the zone, get really creative, make yourself a cuppa or a couple of cuppas and literally just have a great writing session. You know, that where you're going to sit down, you're going to say, right, I need to write the next, I don't know, seven days worth of emails, that's seven emails or four emails or whatever it is for you in a week. And I'm just going to sit down. I'm just going to write them. I'm going to have fun. And there is something that's sort of, you know, you can imagine with the candle on and the you know, music playing in the background while you just really do whatever it is that you need to do to, to get into the zone and feel really good about it. There, there's something quite cozy and like a romanticism to that, I think. I think, I think that definitely is. Actually, uh, one of our first ever hires for the business was it was a wonderful person called Grace and she was our content coordinator a content marketing coordinator and she we always used to talk about Grace's slippers and she when she was doing her writing day of, of writing the blog post or or whatever bit of creative it was we knew that was her day because she would bring her slippers in from home and sit and wear them at the office so we knew she had her headphones in and we could see she was wearing her slippers it was weird actually making sure you couldn't have a conversation with her because you had to check out her feet first very strange but we knew if she was wearing her slippers she was in the creative creative zone. And so what's your equivalent of, of Grace's slippers, I guess, is the question. Is there something that allows you to get into that really creative zone? And the other thing this allows you to do is to really start collecting some ideas between writing sessions. So one of the things you might be worried about is, you know, am I going to have enough to say? Am I going to have enough ideas for my emails? But one of the nice things is that if you do your emails like once a week and then you're set for the week ahead, is that now you get to spend 
a dedicated period of time, like let's imagine you do your emails on a Friday, you know you've got Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday to like collect your ideas together into a notebook or Evernote or whatever it is that you use for like storing notes about stuff. And you get, you could text them to yourself, feel like you've got a friend, uh, all of those things. You could literally, you've got a whole week to gather that information. Or if you do it monthly, then you've got a whole month to gather that information. And that's, again, that gives you real uh, opportunities for variety. Because let's face it, a lot more happens to you in a week than happens to your day to day, which means that you've got more time to like pick and choose the best things that happen. You do, you do. And I think when you're sitting down writing these emails in one one session, you get to sort of see the structure of them a lot better. Rather than if you're just like in the moment today, writing today's email, and then tomorrow you're going to write tomorrow's email. If you're writing them all today, you can sort of go, okay, I want to build this message up. I want to... I want to go from, okay, I want to seed some ideas here that I want to build up some anticipation. And then I want to, I want want to then build up some more desire. Then I want to build scarcity and urgency. And you can actually build a campaign if you're looking at the whole thing as a complete thing rather than just doing it on a day-to-day basis. So it is much better for sort of campaignifying your emails. There's also something nice to be said for the fact that when you batch your emails together, you've got it like taken care of now for that period of time. So whether it's again a week or two weeks or a month or even three or four days, you've got it taken care of. It means that you could literally like if you're if one of your like values in life is having the freedom to like do stuff and be able to take some time off, then you could literally take, you know, you could do if you do all of your work in a day and take the rest of the week off, like you could do that if all of your emails are batched and taken care of. So I think I think one of the big things is if you've got to a point where your business doesn't rely on you all that much and one of the few things that you still do is email, that's definitely a really good thing. Or just the the freedom to know I don't ever have to log back into my email marketing system and think about it again until next Monday or next Friday or whatever it is. Again, I think there's a really nice like emotional and psychological freedom to that feeling. Of course, like we've just totally like sold all all of ourselves on this idea of batching, but it's not all rosy in the batching garden, is it? No, there's some weeds in there as well. A little bit of a, a bit of a rosy garden metaphor for you. The thing is, if something happens on that one day a month or one day a week when you're doing your batching and you can't get to doing your batching, you know your your kid is off ill or uh, or something happens at work that you need to fix, your website falls over or any of the things that happen to us all as entrepreneurs where we have to react to things. If that happens to fall and sod's law as it is will be that it will at some point fall on batching day, then you have absolutely knackered all of your email marketing for that week or that month or whatever it's going to be. You, you've really shot yourself in the foot with that because now what you've got to do is you've got to try and find the next spot where you can actually dedicate that time. But if you're being really efficient, that's quite a difficult thing to do. So if you do lose that day, you do lose your entire batch and you do have a bigger chunk of time to try and reschedule, which can be a bit tricky. Now, depending on how you write, you might also find that there's not as much variety in style. This certainly would affect me. I think probably Kennedy as well. But like if you're writing everything when you're in that one mood, like maybe you're in a quirky mood or a fun mood or an angry mood or a, you know, disappointed mood. Like we all go through these phases every day, even different times of over the course of the same day, you know, you can be having a bit of a dull moment, a bit of a crappy moment. And so if you're in that one moment, in that one mood, while you're writing 
an entire week's worth of emails, they're going to feel that like there's no denying it. Like when, when you read, when you read our emails, you'll see that you'll, you'll be able to detect the kind of mood that we're in. And again, that's going to feel like that's that, that same style for an entire week. And then suddenly there's going to be a shift in that mood for the next week. And then the third week's going to have another very distinct mood. And it's going to feel like you've got probably like a bit of multiple personalities going on. Whereas if you're like chopping and changing every day, today's a long email, tomorrow's a short email, today's feels impatient, tomorrow's feels funny. You're, you're like, if you look at things like Grammarly, you know, the tool thing that like, um, that figures out whether your writing is good or not. I've got that installed on my, on my Chrome and it's, it comes up with little, like if I'm just writing an email or a message on Facebook or something, it comes up with a little emoji to detect the tone of my writing. Like it knows mm. this is an angry tone. Even if what I'm saying is funny and interesting, it's detected the language and the, like the, the punchiness of my email as being angry. Yeah. And I think that comes across, you know, AI and, and machine learning is really just getting to grips with that. But us as humans, we detect that stuff subconsciously massively. So I, I think that really is important. And I think it's really important that there is a variety in that because as your subscribers get to know different sides of you, like if you think about your best friends, they're the people who you've seen laugh, who you've seen cry, who you've seen stress, who you've seen worry, who you've seen elated, who you've had good times and bad times with. And and hearing that variety, even throughout a week, even on a subtle level, I'm not talking about you need to have tragic Tuesdays and wicked, wackety, wacky Wednesdays. Like, not like that. But the subtle tone that naturally happens because of the chemical balances in our brains naturally as humans, that allows that genuineness to come across. I think anytime we batch stuff, we do lose a lot of how genuine you are. That's why we don't really batch uh, any of our social media content, for example, when we were batching it, our engagement was poor. Now we're not batching it, the engagement is up again. And the same can be said for, for email marketing. The other the other final sort of negative, I would say, on, on, on batching content is that you do have to like face this big block of time where you know all you're going to be doing is sitting writing emails. And that is intimidating to me at least when I know I've got okay I know it's going to take me 90 minutes to write this week's emails I've got a 90 minute period where I'm going to have to have me headphones in I'm going to have to sit and write that's not very good for my short attention span that's not very good for if I just don't fancy it it's the kind of activity that I'll put off whereas if it was a shorter amount of time which we're going to get onto in a moment you go well it's only going to take us 10 minutes I'll just get it done it's easier to put off a big thing that's 90 minutes than it is to put off a, a thing that's only 10 minutes. You'll just get it done and just get through it. I would rather do like a, a 10 minute run than a 90 minute run if I had to do some exercise, right? Obviously, I'd rather eat cake than do any of those things, but uh, just for the record. So it's not all good. It's not all bad, but it's certainly there's some brilliant benefits there. And depending on your personality, you might think, well, that suits me just perfect because I can adjust this and I can work that. And the way I like to work personally that idea of batching content, that's right up my street. Because on a Tuesday, I flip and love writing. I'm going to put my slippers on and I'm going to get in the zone. That's lovely. The opposite of that, of course, is writing as you go. And this is what we mostly do. And we're going to talk about why I say mostly in a minute. But effectively, the nice thing about this is it's really, it's the opposite of what Kennedy just said. It's a really short amount of time to write the emails each day. It doesn't take you very long. Like we think that writing our emails takes an absolute maximum of about 20 minutes a day. 
it's definitely sometimes less than that for sure. Like uh, that's that's a that's an over exaggerated estimate. I think that's like a a very conservative estimate. It's normally quicker than twenty minutes sure. because the emails are short, sharp, punchy, to the point. Generating ideas for those emails is easy. And so because it's because it's just a short amount of time, not only is it harder to procrastinate picking up on what you just said there, but also it's harder for other stuff to get in the way. Like if you suddenly realize if something like lands on you and um, you've suddenly realized, oh, I've got to be off doing this thing. I've got full days worth of meetings that I just can't avoid that are going to take up your entire day. You can still find 10 minutes to pop out an email, but you can't find four hours to do a full, or in an hour to do a full block of writing quite so easily. So because it's such a short amount of time, it's not as intimidating, it's harder to procrastinate, but also it's harder for your day to be taken over by everything else that could get on your plate instead. It is, it is. And I think we sort of referenced it before, but the thing that the idea is if you're writing, let's say it's every day, like we do, you're going to have, you're going to have a new mood every day. New things happen every day that you, that will stand out and you will find more interesting things to talk about. It's a really interesting creative thing to do as you look back at the day and go, okay, what did happen today that I can talk about? If you're looking at a whole week's period, you might only find the whole seven, the seven really good things that happen in a week. Whereas in a day, some days nothing mega exciting happens but that's when the real gold happens that's when the real human things happen you can talk about oh I put a pizza in the oven and it burned I'm going to make an email out of that or I've just picked up my new spectacles I'm going to make an email out of that whereas you might not have made an email out of that so you're going to have this new mood every single day it's going to make your emails much more fresh Definitely. And actually bouncing from that, it means that you can be more responsive to to events, the things that are happening in the world. Like if you've batched your content and then something happens to you, like you see an advert or you see something that sparks something or, you know, something happens in your life or you see something in the world around you and you think, oh, I've got to write about this. It's a bit of a pain now to like go back and try and slot that in somewhere. Mm-hmm. Even worse than that is if something happens in the world that like is catastrophic, sure. like you know, a horrible world event or, uh, you know, or an incredible world event, truthfully. But if something happens that you cannot ignore, your previously batched emails now could be irrelevant, insensitive, like at the very worst case, insensitive and offensive. Mm. Like if you're talking about amazing things going on in the world on the day that a massive catastrophe has just happened, you now have to be in your email system figuring out, right, how do I stop that email from going out before it's too late or even that you know that 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 email could go out before you even get the chance to get to you to get to your computer if you're out and about and things like that and there's nothing you can do about that yeah. um, and so again you can be much more responsive to events both good and bad in your own life in the world around you and the, and therefore that affect the feelings and emotions of your subscribers by not batching and also you can be responsive to the events that are happening in your business like if you just hit a milestone like fairly recently we hit we 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 raced through 1000 members in our free facebook group over at the email marketing show community we mentioned that in some emails but we couldn't have done that if we weren't writing every single day so we can be really present we can talk about what's important to us if we come up with a new offer that we're thinking actually that old offer's not working 
right? That old offer is not working. In fact, it actually goes into one of our other other sort of points here. I'm going to just race into it, which is if your offer or your stats are saying, actually, that's just not working, you can drop it and you can move on to another one. So there's no point in saying, hey, we're promoting this thing. Hey, we're promoting this thing. And because you batched those things a week ago, no one's buying it. No one's opening the emails. Everybody hates you. But you're there going, well, I wrote the emails a week ago and email day is not for another three days. You don't need to worry about that. You can react and go, actually... In this campaign, right now, in the state of the world, and the world, the way people are thinking, and, and the thing that I'm talking about, people are reacting to this type of subject line and this type of angle. I'm going to do more of that today because it worked really well yesterday and the day before. And the moment, the very moment that stops working, you can change tact and you can be really reactive to that one as well. So your day-to-day stats is a, a really is a really thing you can be a really good thing to be reactive to. Interestingly, just speaking of little milestones, we recently just found out that we have zoomed through 12 months of the email marketing show. And we didn't talk about that in email because we didn't notice. <laughs> but can you believe we've been doing this for an entire year? I know. I know. I can't believe we've got, we've got away with it, to be honest. Doesn't time fly when you're making a podcast? Doesn't it? Does. Uh, so loads of great reasons. And you know, I just want to top that off there with one other little reason why, you should, why it's great to do your emails kind of on the fly daily or whatever is... Um, if you send an email daily, this works particularly well. If you send an email a few times a week, it still works well. But you know what? If you're a fan, and you should be, of like the idea of having a having a daily routine, whether that's a morning routine, an evening routine, both. I think both of those things are important. Lots of people talk about morning routines. I think evening routines get overlooked. Mm-hmm. But actually, if you're a fan of having a routine to your day, writing an email is a really good part of it. Like... I think when people join our email list, the first thing they go through, as you know, is the getting to know you sequence. And in that getting to know you sequence, the first email says that one of the things you're going to get now that you're on our list is a, is Rob's daily email. Every day, Rob writes, logs in, sends an email. And I think one of the really nice things about that is that feeling of just having a cool thing that you do every day. You, you might get up, maybe you meditate, maybe you go to the gym, you make your breakfast, you have a shower, wash behind your ears, all of those things. If one of those things is I sit down and I, I pop a little postcard out, via email to all of my subscribers just to say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Uh, This is what it means to you. You should check this thing out. I think that's great. Like, I think it's a really fun, interesting, good part of your daily routine. It's easy. It, it's it's less easy to forget. It's, how many people have we talked to in the league or in the Facebook group, everybody, at, at events everywhere, people who've written in, who listen to the show, have said, oh, I just keep forgetting to email my list. Well, guess what? If it becomes a habit, if it's part of your morning routine, and we can maybe talk about morning routines sometime, but, you know, my morning routine is I get up and then I make a cup of tea and then I write something, my daily email, then I read something or study a course, output before input, I call it. And and because that's what I do every single day, I can't forget it because it just happens every single day. It would be weird if it was Tuesday morning and I didn't send an email. It would just be weird. But the really great thing about doing an email in real time for you right now, and this is where I'm sort of going to sell it, sell you on the idea, really, honestly, is because a lot of the time people say to us in the group, we see a lot of people commenting on this or when they reply to our emails, which they do every day, They'll say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm, I'm busy planning my email marketing. I'm really sort of planning it out at the moment, just getting it ready. The thing is, right, and a bit of harsh reality, harsh, harsh Uncle Kennedy for you here now, is planning it is doing nothing. You are wasting your time. The longer you, you spend planning your email marketing, the more time you're wasting. For a few reasons. The first is 
you're not sending any emails. So no one's seeing the stuff you're planning. Secondly, that plan you're making, you don't even know if it works. So if you're going to plan out six months, a month's worth of content right now, even one month, what's the point in planning an email that's going to go out in 25 days' time when you don't know if the one you're going to send tomorrow, anybody even gives a toss about? You don't know. So let's stop planning and actually just start doing it. And the great thing about not batching is... Because of all the things we just said, you can react, you can respond to life events, world events, the stats in your email system. You can actually get started with this right now. You could literally wait till the end of this episode (laughs) before you do anything else and write an email and hit send and start finding out what you're good at in your email marketing, what people are resonating with. You can actually start your email marketing faster if you do it in real time. But all of that said, all is not rosy in the send it every single day and write it every single day garden. Rob, take us into the thorns and the weeds. So one of the hardest things about this and the most difficult things about this is the fact that you have to do it every day. And that means that that's, that becomes a habit and habits are hard. Like mm. habits are really difficult. It's hard to be consistent at anything. How often have you said, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do it four times a week and then not stuck to it. I, I've done it recently. And that means that it's really, really easy to fall off the wagon of something. If you do your batched emails like once a week and you don't do it on Monday, well, you could just do it on Tuesday and spend that couple of hours doing it then. But if you're doing it every day and you miss a day, well, you've missed a day, like you've missed that email going out. And so I think it's really, really important that you focus on that because habits are really, really hard. Forming that habit is difficult. And therefore you really need some kind of accountability if you're going to do it. Like somebody who's going to like wag their finger at you, somebody who you'll be, you'll be disappointed if you disappoint them because that's important. So yeah, I think just having the mental toughness is a thing that's getting referred to a lot in business right now. Mm-hmm. I think having the mental toughness to to actually just get up and do it every day is hard. It's much easier not to send one email than it is to send one email. It totally is. It totally is. I think the other thing as well, if you're, if you're going to write that email every day or maybe it's three times a week or once a week or whatever your cadence, whatever your, your schedule happens to be, is if you are unable to do it, the good thing is, if you'd, if you'd batched uh, recorded, I was going to say, if you'd batched, uh, scheduled them, written them and scheduled them, no matter what happens, wherever you happen to be, if your internet goes down, that email's going out. Obviously, if a world event happens and it makes it inappropriate or offensive, then you've got a different problem. But the, the opposite problem of that is, if I've got to write an email today and my internet goes down because they're busy fixing the roof on our apartments, then I can't send an email that day. Worse, you might think, okay, you can go to a coffee shop. Yes, there's some really good flexible options we can tether to our phones. Just fairly recently, I think about a year ago now, I was traveling back from doing some speaking in Las Vegas. And because of time zones and delayed flights and and airports having terrible Wi-Fi, I could not send my daily email. So we did actually get a bunch of, I think we got like 20, 30, maybe even more People emailing me at the end of the day, by the time I landed the next day and got home and checked my email, um, I got people saying, hey, is Kennedy all right? Because I haven't received today's email. That email just did not go out. That's the first time in four or five years that I did not send an email on the day because I just could not. So, So you are at the mercy of availability. Now, that does mean that I have sent emails with a migraine, with a headache, when I've been being sick, when I've been when I felt awful, when my dad went to hospital, when my sister broke down, all of these awful things, when, when Emma, my other half, when, when she ended up in hospital with appendicitis, all these different things, 
I felt like crap, but I still had to send an email. And that is hard because sometimes you just want to be like, today, right now, that my, my audience is my second priority. My family is my number one priority and I want to be there for them and how I feel. So that can be difficult. Yeah, for sure. So I think there's, there's, and, and sometimes, sometimes, some di- some days, you just some don't, dice. Know what some dice. Dice. some dice, some dice, right? Uh, you just don't feel like doing it. Like you just oh. don't have the inspiration. Like the other day, I just, um, what actually happened was, if I'm totally honest, is I was washing up and I had this brilliant idea for an email. I said, that's the email I'm going to write today. Right. And then later on that day, I sat down and I, because I was washing up, I couldn't make a note of it anyway. And I thought, I'll, I'll remember that. That's easy. And I sat down with my MacBook and just had no idea. And I was so angry about it that I couldn't remember what it was. And you know, the harder you try and remember something, the and every, more it Also, escaped. because it's this fiction that you can't get your hands on in your mind, every new idea you come up with, you go, that's not as good as that. That's crap. Because it's all relative to this fictional, beautiful idea you had earlier when you were washing up. Exactly. And the more I try and remember it, the more it disappears yeah so yeah. i'm sad trying to remember what the hell was that email i was going to write and i was just annoyed by it like i just didn't want to do it and so and some some days you will just wake up and feel like do you know what i just feel like crap i haven't i haven't i haven't got anything going on that i want to write about i'm just not interested today uh, and, and again if, if that's been batched in advance on a day where you do feel like it then it's taken care of you know everything's everything's done everything's good everything's rosy um and you know what Sometimes you'll just forget. Not going to lie. The other night I got into bed. It was about 11 p.m. Pulled the duvet over, sat down, put my phone down, felt very comfortable, ready for bed. I closed my eyes about a minute later, like in a film, my eyes popped open and I went, shit, daily email. I ran back downstairs, grabbed my MacBook and sat down at like half 11 or something and sent that day's email. Uh, So sometimes you will literally just forget. Like it'll just, if you don't build it into that routine, I have less of a routine with it than Kennedy does, but I'd literally just forget. And so that's that's another potential challenge. Yeah, it can be. I mean, that's why I like to do it as a routine. The first thing in the day, because I know I then can't actually forget about it. You know, that's the thing. Like, if, if it happens first thing, I've got the rest of the day to kind of remember if I did. But I've created a, a very strict, like, while I'm drinking my first cup of tea of the day, often while the kettle actually boils, to be honest, I'm writing that day's email. So so that's, re- that's really, really important. But... Of course, the other big thing we've got to say is you actually don't need to have a hard and fast rule. You don't actually need to just choose because in reality, in the practical real world, a good approach is to have this, what you might think of as like a a hybrid approach where you've got some stuff which you batch create and you've got some stuff that you're doing on the fly. So we do it, for example, when we are building a new campaign. So if we've got a new promotional campaign that we know has a beginning, middle and end, we'll often go in there and plan the whole thing out and write it in a batch. But at the same time, that morning or that evening, a daily email will also be going out. So we will batch a campaign. Or there's something you do do with actually just doing the planning of the campaign rather than the complete writing of the campaign, which I didn't actually know about until you just mentioned it before we uh, before we started talking there. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So let's imagine we're going to drop all of our subscribers into this campaign and they're just going to run through it on like a predetermined time frame. Let's imagine it's seven emails over seven days. Each email is one day apart and it's all set up in an automation or a campaign, whatever your platform calls it. And they're going to all go through that together. What I will generally do rather than sit down and write seven emails and then drop them into it, 
um, seven emails for seven brothers. What I would typically do is I would sit down and I would open up, we use Infusionsoft, but this would work in anything. We open up that automation campaign builder and I'll literally say, great. So I know, what do I know about this campaign? Well, I know it's going to be seven emails. I know it's going to be seven days. Great. So I'll drag in seven little envelopes, seven little emails, and I'll drag in seven little one day timers that sit between those emails. And I'll write the first email. Once I've got the first email done, I'll now put a key, I'll title the second email, the keyword or the, the hook, the angle, the prompt for what that email is probably going to be. So today's email might be uh, all about what is this product? What is the league? The second email might be, I know, I know I'm going to write that about the cool community that you get by being a member of the league. You get surrounded by all these other people who are all on the same journey as you. So I'll just put the word community as the title of that email. Yeah. Then I'll go to the third one. I said, great, this time I'm going to talk about the fact you get a brand new proven campaign every month. So I'll just put the word campaign in there. And I'll just work all the way through all the different elements that you get from that product or all the different angles, all the different hooks. Um, if, if, you know, we're closing the doors on something, then the last three emails might be about that. It might be 60 minutes to go. So I'll literally just put those in and then literally I'll go through and I, I usually work a day ahead for those emails to make sure I can't like fall behind. And it's literally just popping in every day and to make sure that, uh, that people are never going to get a blank email. Basically, I'll literally go through and write those emails daily because I have a short attention span because batching doesn't work for me very well. And what I know is I'm only going to do that once for that campaign because forevermore, <laughs> It's done now. It's automated. It's in our system. People are just going to drop into it on the on the automation. So yeah, that's that's how I do it. So it's a, sort of a hybrid thing. Plan the structure and the all of the stuff, but then actually write the emails live so that they'll be automated forevermore. I think an example of when we did this is whenever we run one of those challenges, isn't it? What we the very first time we ever ran a challenge, and everyone's doing these challenges these days, aren't they? Like these five day or seven day or three day challenges to achieve a certain outcome. It's a really good list building thing. We'll probably talk about it in a in another episode. In fact. We talked about it uh, with with Lisa Johnson, I think. So uh, go check that one out. Oh no, no, we didn't. We talked about. I'm lying. We didn't talk about challenges at all. Um, we talked about quizzes. D- ignore me. Sorry, I'm in a little, little fantasy world here. But challenges. What we what we did with our challenge is the first time we ran it is we we did that all in real time. So we had a daily email go to our main list and we also had the email every day going to the people who had registered for the challenge to say, here's the today's thing and here's what you need to do and here's, here's the call to action and blah, blah, blah. And that's really overwhelming. So the second time we ran it, we said, we're not doing that again. We're not going to do it in real time. We're going to write these emails together in one batch so that it's, it's ready just to drop people and we don't have to think about it and we can focus more on the community so we don't have to have split focus and feel overwhelmed and absolutely knackered by the end of the week which we were the first time we did it and also by doing that it meant we were building a campaign that we can then run people through the next time so that's a really nice thing to do with with batching as well another great thing to do in terms of in terms of um batching and and sort of when to use it when you're also doing doing real-time emails is so maybe you're doing real-time emails, like the way we do. Every day we get up and we, we write our daily email. But if, like, for example, Rob sends the emails for Email Marketing Heroes, if he goes on holiday and he's like, can I have a break off doing these emails? We've got a couple of options. One is he could say, Kennedy, you're up. Tag team, hand the bat on. You're, you're writing the daily emails. That's fine. The other option is we could schedule and just batch for the period he's away with a little bit of extra time on the end because of flights and delays and stuff. So you could do a bit of both. If you've got a particular event going on, or you've got uh, a new a new program, you might want to batch 
create those emails so that you're writing your daily emails on the outside for, for non-members of the program, but then for your members of the program, they're going to receive the right emails at the right time. So the point is, you we can be doing both of those things. You do not need to pick one camp and be like, I am never allowed to do the other thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I think from this episode, you should be able to pull out your character traits, your personality traits, what you're good at, where your weaknesses are, because we definitely all have those. Mm. Uh, and in fact, it's our weaknesses that stop us from batching, whereas you might consider it to be your weaknesses that stop you from doing it day to day on the fly. You should be able to identify yourself within this like grid of possibilities we've given you and weigh up the pros and cons of both batching and daily emails so that now you can now figure out, okay, great, this is going to be the best way for me to do email marketing and make Make sure that I always get it done. We'd love to know what your, you know, what your, what your plans are. Are you going to batch? Do you batch? Are you, have you been batching, but now you're going to go and start doing it on the fly instead? Have, have so, you gone batching crazy? <laughs> I was trying to avoid that joke. No, you weren't. You would rather leave it for me. So if you wanna if you wanna hang out and tell us all about it, come and join our free Facebook group. Uh, it's called the Email Marketing Show Community. You can just find it by going to Facebook and searching for the Email Marketing Show Community. <laughs> and come in, tell us tell us how are you gonna use all of this stuff in your business? Love it. Okay, let's get into this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. I've got to say, this is one of my favourite subject lines. I think I've ever seen you send. Uh, this was your subject line as it happens. Oh, that's why uh, I you think came it's up wonderful. with this. That's why you like great. it so much. Um, this actually, interestingly, we've used a variation of this subject line twice. We used it, I came up with it ages ago, and we got schooled about something different. Robin Kennedy got schooled, that was the subject line last time, and then we used it this time, and both of them have worked really, really well. Uh, this subject line, however, was we got schooled. And this came about because on one of our coaching calls inside the league, one of our members had a really great idea, put it forward on the hotline call, and we were so impressed. So uh, we decided to write an email about it. And so uh, Robin Kennedy got schooled was the first time we used this. The most recent time was we got schooled. And I think the reason it works really well is because as the person who's the leader of the business, obviously we are helping other people become email marketing heroes. People know that we know our email marketing. They're in our world to learn from us. So the idea that the person that they're learning from learning something sort of goes against the, the grain of them being the all-seeing guru. So it really cuts through this idea of here's our expertise, here's more expertise. That to say that we got schooled really flies in the face of that, which I think is really why it performed so, so well. Love it. That's this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Now, do help us to share this content in front of more people. If you've enjoyed this episode and go on, you have, haven't you? Haven't you? Haven't you? Just share it on your favorite social media platforms. Make sure you tell other people they should come and listen to the email marketing show. We would love you for it. We'll give you a big virtual hug and you can subscribe because there's a new episode every single week. We'll be back next week with another great guest. And if you're subscribed, well, you'll just know about it, won't you? All right, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.